Hi, this is Mark Brady. I'm the pastor at Anchor Faith Church in Valdosta, Georgia. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast today. We believe it will bless you and minister to you. I get ready to receive a word from God. Anchor Faith Church. We are so happy to have each and every one of you out here with us. We are so happy to have each and every one of you that are at home listening. We just want to take this opportunity and give reverence to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, especially on this day, especially on the day that Jesus rose from the rose from the grave, the day that he defeated death, the day that he defeated every addiction. He defeated every disease, every sickness, the day he defeated coronavirus. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's just take a moment, wherever you are, just think about all the things that God has done for you. Just think about all the things that God did for you because of today. The day that Jesus got up, your sickness was healed. The day that Jesus got up, your addiction was broken. The day that Jesus got up, he saved our souls. Hallelujah. That's why we bless him. That's why we honor him today. Great! 
My sin was heavy, but chains break at the weight of your glory. I needed shelter, I was an orphan. Now you call me a citizen of heaven. When I was broken, you were my healing. Now your love is the air that I'm breathing. I have a future, my eyes are open. Cause when you call my Oh! 
said, have y'all missed this? There it is. There it is. Yeah, we're going to have to work up some signals. We got horns. I mean, there's more horns going than amens usually in our church. That means when we get back in the building, I'm going to expect a little more feedback. But we could go flashers. You can do some windshield wipers. We can do all kinds of crazy stuff today. Amen. I know our worship team has missed this, and we are so excited to be able to provide this service to you. We miss you guys so much. And um, so we're excited to be able to do this today. I'm Pastor Mark, by the way. Anyone here that might not be, uh, you know, from our Anchor Faith Church family, uh, but also those that, uh, you know, you're tuning in today with WAF. We're so excited and uh, honored that our friends over at WAF Radio, Bill Titwell and the staff there would uh, host this for us today. And so if you're listening to us from wherever you are, we encourage you to worship with us, sing along, raise your hands. Uh, if you're in the front seat, back seat, on the couch, driving wherever you're at today, uh, engage with us because this is gonna be a memorable day. This is gonna be a moment. You know, the first Easter was held outside. So uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to do this today. Amen. I have a few things. Yeah, yeah, there we go. And, and only, let me just give you some instructions um, for all the Pentecostal people out there. No burnouts or donuts. We're not gonna be able to take any laps today. You're gonna have to keep it parked, okay? Uh, and so just wanna throw that out there. Um, again, we do ask that no one leave your vehicles. Um, our mayor was gracious 
enough to allow us to gather today, but had some very specific instructions for us that we do not get out of vehicles um, and those things. So worship right where you are at, and we're going to have a great time. Um, Again, thankful for WAF Radio putting this on today. And I also want to thank Chris Shelton and the uh, team over at Event Point for providing the production and the sound today. Uh, this is a lot of work to make this happen, especially to even get it broadcast good and clean and excellently into your vehicles. And so um, that, that, that's a big thing. We were not able to pull that off ourselves, but they came in five days ago. I made a phone call and made it happen and, and they jumped on and said, hey, let's do it. So, so thankful for them. And um, also, I want to go ahead and give you an opportunity right now, wherever you are, to give online. Today, uh, we will not be receiving or collecting a, a tithe and offering here. Um, so no, please do not hand it to anybody. Um, if you did bring it with you, we ask that you could uh, mail it in. And if you visit our website, you'll find an address there to mail it into. Um, but we have other great options for you to give right now, right where you're at. And you can jump online, anchorfaithvaldosta.com, anchorfaithvaldosta.com. You'll see a give button. You select that give button. Uh, many of you have been doing that. And I cannot tell you enough as your pastor, um, one of the fears that a lot of pastors had, a lot of ministries had is that during this time, they would see giving decrease. I can tell you right now, we are above projected and above target of where any other month has been. So I cannot tell you how thankful I am as your pastor that you would continue to honor the Lord in your giving of your tithes. We've received them in the mail. We've received them online. Uh, and, and so it's just been incredible that you all have kept that going. But if you wanna give today, uh, that's how you would need to give uh, today is online. Or you can text. Many of you use the text feature. If you just text the number 84321, 84321, and then in the body of your text, put the amount and then how you would like to designate it. And so um, that'll ensure that we can continue to receive and continue in this act. And I can't tell you, we are just looking forward to the day that we can gather together. And I'll have uh, a little more information on that, but we cannot wait to gather together in person. But thank you so much for coming out today. We're going to worship the Lord. We're gonna continue. Um, our worship team has already done a phenomenal job, but we're gonna continue with this. So I wanna do this. I want to pray uh, over all of our uh, tithe and offering today, those that are giving, those that are uh, uh, you know, participating in that right where you are. I wanna take this moment that we can dedicate to this to the Lord. I believe he honors this. In the moments of crisis, in the moments of challenge, we continue to honor the Lord uh, in the ways that we ought to. Um, then I believe God's just gonna bring even greater increase to us and to you and through you, amen? I can't tell you uh, the number of ways, you know, in, without getting into it, of how we've already been a blessing to our community. We've served hospital teams. We've served the children in our community by providing meals. Um, you guys have been the hands and feet of Jesus. You have been the body of Christ throughout this process. Um, I'm extremely proud of this church. You have no idea. Um, without getting too emotional about it right now, I've just been so blessed by how our church has responded through, uh, through this and to this event. And uh, we're gonna continue to do what we can at this time until we're able to gather and be together. So let's take this opportunity and go to the Lord with our giving. Father, we thank you 
We acknowledge you that you are the Lord. You are the provider. You are the King. You are on the throne. And Father, no matter what we're going through, and no matter what we're enduring, and no matter what we're engaging in, Father, we know that we are still your body. It's not an, a building, it's not an event, it's not a time, it's a people. We are your people, we are your church. And Father, I thank you for this church, and I thank you for what you've already done through this church and what you're going to do to and for this church as we continue to be an example of the kingdom, continue to be a light in the midst of darkness. And Father, we give you the glory and praise for every person giving today, Father, for every person sowing. We pray that this seed is multiplied back to them in the name of Jesus. It'll come to them in many ways, pressed down, shaken together, running over. It will come back to them, chasing them down as we seek first the kingdom of God. We know all of our needs will be met. You know exactly what we need even before we ask. You're not moved by our trial, our challenge, or our tragedy. But Father, we know today that we can trust in you. It's the most natural thing, even in crisis, even in challenge, to continue to be a giver. So Father, we thank you that we can honor you with this, in this uh, way today. Bless every person sowing, bless every family, bless every heart. In the name of Jesus, amen. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. All right, we're gonna continue to worship, engage, Stay with us right there. I know it's different, but stay engaged with us. The word, the worship, the ministry, it's going forth. Let's be a blessing today. Is crowned with glory now. The Savior knelt to wash our feet. Now at His feet we bow. Your name 
you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We worship your name. No sweeter name, no. No sweeter name. Your spirit, I will rise from the ashes of defeat. The resurrected King is resurrecting me. In your name I come alive to declare your victory. The resurrected King is resurrecting me. By your Spirit I will rise from the ashes of defeat. The resurrected King is resurrecting me. In your name I come alive to Borrow for three days, his body there would not remain. Our God has robbed the Your name I come alive to declare your victory. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me read this to you real quick. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 in verse 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 in verse 8. It says this, but the rulers of this world would not have understood it. If they had, they would not have crucified our glorious Lord. Had they known, come on, look at your neighbor in your car right there, wherever you're at, look at them and tell them, had they known, I said, had they known, had they known, only if they knew, right? What you don't know, <laughs> what you don't know. See, God is always working on the scene. God is always moving. God is always, he, he has a plan. He's thinking ahead. And I want us to start thinking ahead today because Friday was not the end. The cross was not the end. The death was not the, not the end. The grief was not the end. The pain was not the end. The anguish was not the end. It was not over. He said, it is finished, but it is not over. It is finished. The project, the mission is accomplished, but we're just getting started. I want you to know today that God is just getting started. I want you to know today that what the enemy meant for evil, God is turning for good. I want you to know today that if they would have known, they would have never put him on the cross. If they would have known, they would have never put the nails in his hands. If they would have known, they would have never mocked him, rebuked him, never put the crown of thorns on him, never split his back open. They would not have killed our king if only they had known. Because the whole time God saw a victory, the whole time God saw a victory. The whole time God saw a victory. We're gonna see a victory. See a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Come on, if you're gonna see a victory, sing this out. It's not over. I'm gonna see a victory. It's not over. Come on, I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs What the enemy meant. What the enemy meant. Come on. for someone today. He's turning it for someone today. Come on. He's turning it around today. Come on, come on. Praise Him today. 
worship him today because he's turning it around. He's turning your situation. He's turning your grief into joy. He's turning your sorrow into gladness. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Tommy, if you would, just play behind me. I'm not going to be long. I told them when we got started that I get about maybe five minutes for every three square feet. And I don't have that much room up here. So I'm kind of limited. Uh, and we're not going to go long. Again, I'm so thankful that you would come, join in, participate. But I believe that God has a word for you today, right where you are. If you've got your Bibles, if you've got your you uh, version, your iPad, your phones, whatever you got, let's go ahead and grab that. We want to quickly get into the word and then we want to uh, participate in communion together. Participate in communion together. And if you brought elements with you, whatever you brought, it's going to work today. Amen. It's going to work today. He's turning it around. The title of my message today is The After Party the after party. And I know right now, you know, all across our world, I mean, everywhere we're at, you know, we're just bombarded by what we're enduring right now. And although we are not to abandon the now, we are called to endure the now. I'll say that again, even though we're not supposed to abandon the now, you know, there's a lot of people that look so far into the future that they neglect and they abandon what God has called them to do right where they're at. And what God has for you next should never compromise what you have now. In fact, what you do now gets you to the next. But I do want us today to do as Jesus did and to do as God did. And I want us to shift our focus for a moment today and fix our eyes on what's ahead, fix our eyes on what's to come because we can get so bogged down in the way it is right now. We got people watching a death toll like it's a scoreboard at a, at a football game. But we need to get our eyes on what's ahead. In Hebrews chapter 12 and verse one, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse one, it says this, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. There's some things we gotta lay aside in this season some things you're gonna have to let go of, put down, because they're costing you and they're gonna keep you from where God wants to take you. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance. Look at your neighbor right there where you're at and say endurance. We gotta run with endurance, the race that is set before us. It's before us. It's not behind you. The race that God has for you, it's in front of you. It's before you. He's not done. It's not behind you. Your best days aren't behind you. Your best days are ahead of you in the name of Jesus. I declare that today. Looking unto Jesus. Okay, so the race is set before me, but what am I looking at? I'm looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher. If he started this thing, he's going to finish this thing. He is not over. Amen. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy, joy, right here, everyone say joy, joy, who for the joy set before him. What do you mean joy? 
There's nothing joy about the cross. There's nothing joyful about nails. There's nothing joyful about stripes on your back. Nothing joyful about being made a, a complete mockery of, even though you have never sinned. You're the only person walking the planet that's never rebelled against God. And yet you're taking on every sin of the world, past, present, and future. But he says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. I wanna read this to you in the Amplified. If you're on a digital device, you can jump right over on the Amplified uh, version uh, right where you're at. If you don't have it in front of you, just listen to these words, they're incredible. Therefore, since we are surrounded by a great, by so great a cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute, absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. Let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. Watch these words. Looking away from all that will distract us. If you've been tuning in the last couple weeks uh, with us online, I've been talking about distractions. I've been talking about conflicting voices, contrary voices, things that right now are trying to take you off your path. And although it's important to be informed and be aware of what's going on around us, it should not compromise our faith. If you recognize it's starting to tear down your faith, you're starting to believe a lie. You're starting to develop a new belief system. Cut it off. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. He says, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus. Where I fix my focus, I feed my faith. Where I fix my focus, I feed my faith, he says. Who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who for the joy of what? Of accomplishing the goal not the joy of what was presently taking place, but the joy of what was to come, set before him, endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. The bottom line is this today, that God, and through his son Jesus, endured what was coming, the anguish, the trial, the challenge, because of what was ahead. Jesus throughout scripture was constantly telling his disciples of what this very event was all about. He was constantly telling his disciples, I'm gonna go to the cross. He's always telling them, I'm gonna be handed over. He's always telling them that uh, one day we will be separated. I will no longer be with you. One of these accounts is found in Matthew chapter 16. If you'll jump over there with me, Matthew chapter 16 and verse 21, this came right after a moment of revelation that the uh, uh, disciple Peter had. Jesus was asking, who do people say that I am? Some said, well, you know, we think you're one of the prophets, this person or that person. And Peter speaks up and he says, well, I believe that you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus goes on to say, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but..." my God in heaven. So what's he saying? My father in heaven revealed to this to you spiritually. No natural indicator told you I'm the son of God, but you received this spiritually. But then later on in verse 21, Jesus says this in the new living translation I'm reading now in the new living from then on, 
Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly. I mean, plainly. (laughs) There's clarity here. It's clearly known. He's telling them directly what's going to take place. Telling his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed, it says. He's informing them. He's letting them know. He's making them aware of what's going to take place. He would be killed, but on the third day, everyone say, but. Everyone say, but. But on the third day, he would be raised from the dead. That's what we're celebrating today. Today is the third day. Today is Sunday. And there's a Sunday after Friday. But watch this. But Peter took him aside. Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him. You're reprimanding Jesus. You're reprimanding the Son of God. Begin to reprimand him, rebuke him for saying such things. Heaven forbid. So he's not just saying, I don't like that. He's saying, I'm going to make sure it doesn't happen. He's not just saying, you, you, know, I, you know, if that's what you say you got to do, I, I'm not in agreement. He's literally setting himself up as a stumbling block to Jesus. Heaven forbid, Lord. He said, this will never happen to you. How many times do we say, heaven forbid tragedy, heaven forbid challenge, heaven forbid struggle. But you know what? Jesus said, you will endure trials and tribulations. You will endure challenges in your life, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. We're not trying to neglect and abandon trial. He's calling us to endure the trial. Peter says, heaven forbid I will make sure this doesn't happen. And Jesus turned to Peter and said, watch this, get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me, a dangerous trap. You are seeing things, this is what you gotta see today. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. I wanna tell you today that God is seeing everything that is being done on this earth every trial, every struggle, everything you're enduring and and persevering and battling through right now. But I want to tell you something. He's seeing it from a different angle than you are. He's seeing it from a different point of view. See, Jesus was constantly, Jesus was more focused on the life after the death than the death itself. Peter said, you lost me at cross. Peter said to Jesus, you lost me at crucified. I didn't even hear anything you said after you said you were going to the cross. I didn't even hear anything you said after you mentioned that they were going to mock you and rebuke you. I didn't even hear you say, on the third day, I will rise again. On the third day, I will receive life and you will receive life through me because I have come to bring life and life more abundant. Peter didn't hear any of that. Peter got lost at death. Jesus endured because of the life that he saw behind him. This is what we have to understand. Your finish demands your focus. What are you focusing on? I want to tell you right now, I'm picturing us back in this building behind me. I have that image in my mind. I have that image. I see it. I repeat it. It's on repeat. I see us back together again. And I see us stronger than we were before. 
I said, I see us stronger than we were before. I see us reaching a community we haven't even touched yet. I see us going around the world. I see nations going forth from this space right here. I see this property bought in the name of Jesus. I see us acquiring things. Why? Because death is not going to stop me. I'm not going to stop at death. There's life after death. Look at your neighbor and say, there's life after death. Look at him and say, there's life after death. What are you focused on today? Jesus was more focused on the life after death than the death itself. He said, it may come against me, but it won't stop me. Look, he wouldn't even let one of his friends stop him. He wouldn't even let one of the closest people to him thwart the plan of God. You've got to be careful the voices that you surround yourself with in times like this because some of them will want to keep you from enduring struggles and battles that are going to produce something in you at this time. Because the you on the other side of this trial needs what you're going to gain in this trial. God's trying to show you something through this. God's trying to produce something in you through this. The enemy causes us to miss what's next by distracting us with what's now. My marriage will never get better. My home is never gonna be a home for Jesus. My family's never gonna come around. I'm never gonna get this business off the ground. I'm never gonna get that job back, get that opportunity back, get that moment back. I know the moment that this crisis hit, a lot of us had some momentum going into this thing. And I'm telling you right now, God is gonna produce and he's gonna bring that momentum back to you and you're gonna come back better than you were before this all happened. I'm telling you that right now, prophetically in the name of Jesus. We will not be delayed. We will not be denied. We We will not be pushed back. But this is our moment to shine. This is our moment to increase. This is our moment to see God move. The enemy causes us to miss what's next by distracting us with what's now. What is happening now is not forever. What is happening in this moment is not forever. But God is wanting to show himself mightily through his church through his people. And what the enemy meant for evil, God will restore and God will return for good. Do you believe that with me today? Do you believe that with me today? Father, we thank you right now. I thank you for every person right now by the sound of my voice, enduring any struggle. Father, we don't abandon we endure. We don't net, we don't neglect. But we remain focused. We remain fixed on who you are, who you are in this season, who you are in this time. Father, with my hand stretched forth to those that are here and those that are listening, I pray that your presence is made stronger to them, greater than ever before. They are more aware in this season that you are right there with them. In Jesus' name, we stand on this word. We don't become fixated on the death of Friday, but we look ahead to the life and the life more abundantly. Our Sunday is coming. 
Our Sunday is coming. You're turning this around and you're going to use this for our good. And we're going to see the greater glory. We're going to see the after party, the after party. All the work and all the effort and all the, I thank you, Father, you're bringing a supernatural rest and a supernatural peace to every person listening by the sound of my voice right now. We will celebrate. We will come together, not just as a church, as a nation, as a world, as the universal church. And we give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Right where you are, I want to go ahead and participate in receiving communion. And so if you are with us and you have elements, if you're listening to us wherever you are, man, it doesn't matter what you have, crackers, bread, a granola bar, Dr. Pepper, whatever you got, water, milk, grab what you got, goldfish. Somebody raided the children's classroom back here. Hallelujah. Well, I want us to participate in this opportunity together as a church family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a day of remembrance. This is an opportunity to reflect and focus on what Jesus did for us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And I'm reading from verse 23. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Father, we thank you right now for the body of Jesus Christ that was broken with stripes on his back, thorns on his head, nails in his hands and feet, a spear in his side. Father, that body was broken so that we could experience even physical life, physical healing, divine healing. By his stripes, we are healed. We remember this moment. We honor this moment. And we declare that we are delivered from sickness and disease. The curse of the law is broken upon us. And we can walk in new life. In Jesus' name, you can break and eat. Hallelujah. It goes on to say, verse 25, in the same way he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. Father, we come to you now. We thank you for the blood that was shed on that cross that day. Thank you for the blood that was poured out. It doesn't just cover our sins, it wipes us clean from our sin. Our past is no longer remembered. 
Father, you give us new life in Christ, a new testament, a new agreement, a new covenant with you to walk on this earth as your sons and daughters, to walk on this earth as royalty and as greatness. Father, we receive that today in Jesus' name. Amen. You may take and drink. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to go out with this song? It's an oldie. You may remember it. But I want you to go away from this place today focused, remembering what God has done. Savior, he can move the mountains. He conquered the grave. He conquered the grave. Come on, he's conquered the grave. He has conquered Sing this out. The Savior, Savior, Savior. Savior, he can move the mountains. Our God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, he rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave and Savior, he can move the mountains. Our God is mighty to save. Come on, he's mighty to save today. Mighty to save today. Author of salvation, he rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this moment, this time to reflect on your goodness, your greatness. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. This is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice. And tomorrow is the day that the Lord has made. Tuesday is the day the Lord has made. And a week from now, is the day the Lord has made. Six months from now is the day the Lord has made. Father, we will not lose sight of the future you have for us because we will endure, press on, persevere, push through what we are up against right now. But we fix our focus. We look ahead to the joy that is set before us. There's joy. Father, I speak joy over every person listening. They will laugh and they don't even know why they're laughing. Joy, not an emotion. Joy, not just mere happiness, but joy on the inside, just thinking of what's ahead, thinking of what's to come, thinking, who are we gonna bless? Who are we gonna be? What are we gonna do? What does it look like? Oh, but you have something on the other side. There's an empty tomb on the other side of the cross. There's a risen king on the other side of the cross. We have to go through Friday to get to Sunday, but we have a risen king, a risen Lord. You've conquered the grave. You've gone to 
hell and took back the keys to death, hell, and the grave so that we could reign mightily with you. We're honored to be in your presence today, honored to be in this moment today. And Father, we thank you for holding the weather off for us so we could celebrate together as a church. Thank you for this beautiful day to be outside. Thank you for this beautiful day to be together as much as we could be to celebrate our King. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 hallelujah. God is so good, hallelujah. Thank you guys again so much for being here. If you're tuning in and listening to us, thank you all for jumping on with us. And we're thankful that we could be allowed and granted this opportunity to worship. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. We trust you received a word from God. If you enjoyed this teaching, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes. By subscribing, you'll be sure to receive a new message every week as soon as they are made available. And if you'd like to learn more about Anchor Faith Church, you can stop by our website at anchorfaithbaldosta.com. There you'll find our locations and service times, ministries that are available for you and your family. You can even give financially in support of the ministry. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time right here on the Anchor Faith Church podcast.